Hey, mates, if you are in Sydney, we are coming to you to do a live Little Dum Dum Club podcast recording at the Sydney Comedy Store on Sunday, July the 8th at 5pm. It's at the, Yeah, it's at the Comedy Store. We've got uh, Andrew Denton. Yes. He's locked in. Mm-hmm. We've got, look, at the moment, Larry Emder is, is well, a big is a big It's looking maybe. good. It's looking, it's a big, it's looking he's a big positive. maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's massive, a big maybe. Massive maybe. Huge, the biggest maybe we've ever had. Yeah. Luke McGregor, however, is making the trek up with us as well. We are also doing stand-up at the Comedy Store from July the 5th uh, with Luke McGregor. And uh, uh, heaps of friends of the show are going to yeah. be on the lineup as it's well. It's nearly a dum-dum friends of the show uh, week at a the Comedy palooza. Store. Yeah. yeah. So head to comedystore.com.au. You can get tickets to see us do stand-up during the week and to come and see us do our live show on Sunday, July the 8th. We would love to see you there. See you, mate. Hey, mates. Welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Now, uh, on the day that this episode goes online, you're actually in Thailand. I'm so, in Thailand right now, guys. Yeah, how is it? Give us the report. Um, it's very... Uh, there's a lot of foreigners here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very scared. Yes. Uh, I have are you, my... Are you being held hostage right now? Are you in a dodgy prison? <laughs> I'm not Greg Fleet. Should no. we... Send help? Um, send money. Okay. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to talk about this just quickly. Um, on the weekend, I went out for dinner uh, with my girlfriend to a place called Alessia on uh, Sydney Road in Brunswick, and we ordered our food. The waitress came along. We ordered um, you know, some bread and dips to start with, then a pide, and then we decided we were going to get a tray of meat each, like a main each, you know, yeah. some stars and main. So. We order the starters. My girlfriend orders her thing of meat, and then I go, oh, yeah, and I'll get the um, the lamb, Donna. And the waitress just looks at me and goes, too much. And I was like, like I didn't know how to react. Like yeah. I'd never been told just that sternly. Like I didn't – I was just about to go, no, I think I'll decide how much food I'm going to have, thank you very much. Yeah. It was just a weird moment, which then the food did come out, and, of course, it was like plenty. But then – there was that weird competitive part of me that wanted to just order more food yeah. and make myself sick just to like prove a point. Did you do a BMI on the way in? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Well, like was the floor, rude. the floor on the way in was like a scales <laughs> and she, that just weighed us. Hey, was um, it, is, is this going to get good at any stage? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's chamboed us. He did this last time He too. did do this last time. <laughs> and this is horrible timing <laughs> since just before we went to air, he started bragging about riding for the week. <laughs> So <laughs> it's a callback to uh, to December. Uh, all right, I, I, if it makes you feel oh, better, God. tell me I had a similar thing happen to me. Oh. <laughs> who are all these people hey, with the restaurant? Who the hell are these people? All right, well let's introduce our guest. Uh, first of all, joining us again, uh, Michael Chamberlain. Everyone, yeah. yeah, I mean, yay. Yeah, take that. <laughs> and uh, also making a return appearance from uh, hasn't been on the show in a very long time. Mm. Welcome back, Limo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I had a similar thing happen to me at a restaurant mm-hmm. uh, when I've ordered. So I was at McDonald's and I asked to upsize and they looked at me and said, no. Oh. Really? There'll be no upsizing for uh, me. Shambo, how, how do you feel about this story, Shambo? Did you get through... Did you get through- most of the food or all of the food? Or? Yeah, all the food. It was actually the perfect amount. Mm. Yeah, but I've sure. never been told, just that's just just shaking your head. No, didn't even put pen to paper. Mm. Not even a, a little bit of a, just so you know, you know, the meat trays are actually pretty big, so you're probably going to be fine with just one. Yeah. Just a flat mm. out no. Yeah. Did, had... did she maybe look at you and say, we're going to need a grown-up to sign off on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were saying, like, that's better than the alternative of us ordering heaps of food and then looking at us and going... 
I reckon you guys are going to want more. Well, you look like you'll want more. You know more. what? She was already, you hadn't picked up the children's menu. You were in the grown-ups menu, so. No, we ordered a tray of chicken nuggets. That's right, the bit good. I left out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, is that good enough for you, Chambo? I <laughs> tried to eat a two kilogram steak last year, and that was actually one thing where they encouraged you to eat more. They yeah, wanted right. wanted you to eat more. How'd right. you go? Uh, I probably got about halfway through it. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Two kilograms. <laughs> it's the biggest one I could find in the country. It was in Adelaide. <laughs> right. And, um, and yeah, it was about $70, I think. And you, if you eat it all in, within an hour, you get it for free. Did, wow. Did you ask for a doggy bag to take the other kilo home? <laughs> you no, know it was like, initially it was quite delicious, you know. And I was going, wow, what a delicious cut of meat. And mm. um, But they put like a kind of savlaki flavouring on it. Mm-hmm. And so by, it tasted like that kind of meat. And so by the time you got to halfway through it, you were just like... That was actually the worst thing about it, that kind of that tang. Yeah. Uh, make you, yeah. Make you just feel a bit crook. Just yeah. lathered in a bit of chicken tonight or whatever. Yeah, this is a bit gross. And then, uh, it's a classic all-you-can-eat trick. You get your the photo old souvlaki flavouring. You get yeah. your photo on the wall if you eat the whole thing. Some guy apparently did it in like 13 minutes. And then yeah. I finished. And I was like, there's no point. I'm not going to – what am I trying to achieve by eating the whole thing? So and you didn't finish it? No, no, no. And then I went and um, the owner shook my hand, kind of looked me in the eye and said, I really wanted to have your photo on it. <laughs> <laughs> we heard you wore it for the wedge. We want that photo on the wall. Okay, you can all you... get fucked about that right now. Are you guys... Uh... I'll bring up your credits. Oh, don't have any. Dum-dum <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, are you guys into Major League Eating at all? The organisation in America oh. that controls all the speed eating competitions? Kabayashi. Kabay- oh. Well, Kabayashi... That's famous, famous who's? Hot dog? Famous Nathan's. Is that what that is? Uh, yeah, the, is the uh, hot dog dog eating contest that yeah. happens in New York every year. Yep. Yeah. And they, they do yeah, they do chicken wings and they do uh, uh, steaks and they do ice creams and mm-hmm. pancakes and everything. But Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut, who's the American guy, <laughs> are the two world champions and it's this crazy rivalry. It's like Nadal bo- Federer. It is uh, Nadal Federer of extreme food eating. And Kobayashi was controversially, uh, his license wasn't renewed last year for the hot dog eating championships. So he disguised himself, went to the event as a spectator, and then tried to storm the stage during the hot dog oh, eating contest. Awesome. Old dirty dude's, bastard style. Yeah. was dragged off by security. Or like someone chanting. rocking up to the Street Fighter 2 cabinet and pressing start while someone's playing a one-player game. Yeah. But dudes in the crowd were chanting, let him eat, let yeah. him eat. <laughs> was, uh, who's the other guy? Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, who is the current... Well, the uh, sanctioned world record holder, but Kobayashi has broken his hot dog world record, but not in a sanctioned event. Is there any world champion of eating that is currently in jail because he wouldn't fight in Vietnam or anything? Um, is there... <laughs> not, not that no, I know of, no. no. Joey Chestnut, did he come to Australia last year? Yeah, or... he did. Yeah, yeah. I met him in a pub. Like, at about... Stop it. I met him in the expert. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, yeah. How is this just coming up now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 92. No, but I remember that he was like... Like he said, oh, this he had two handlers as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. making. He's a, he earns like half a million bucks a year on right. the world food eating circuit. That's right, he, he wasn't fat. It was weird. He's not fat. Kobayashi's a little guy as well. And there's a female champion called the Black Widow, <laughs> so, Sonia something. I can't remember her name, but she, uh, she's Japanese as well, and she's tiny. She's about four foot high, skinny as a rake. And just powers down the dogs. So Joey Joey Chestnut, who's the other one? Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're trying to be big names in the eating world. It so sounds like they've got WWE sort of names. You know, they're stage names. But you know what? If you watch the introductions to a major food eating competition, you can get them on YouTube. They introduce them like they're wrestlers. Yeah, yeah right. great. So the guy will do, 
and coming in in the blue corner, <laughs> and he'll get read through all the credits and everything else. And he's got the bo- booming voice, and yeah, he uh, yeah, because he he had two handlers in the pub. This is like one or two in the morning, and, and the handlers were doing all the talking, giving him the big ups, going, "Oh, this guy, world champion eating." And I was just like, "It's two in the morning." People tend to exaggerate and talk a lot of crap at two in the morning. I'm like, oh, whatever. If you want to have a beer, that's fine. You should have said kebab off. It was perfect timing. <laughs> yeah. Let's see how we go. Yeah, exactly. No, well, we should have uh, uh, covered it in uh, Suvlaki and seen uh, if you could have out chambered mm. chamber. Over that's there. the true chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, well, they would have technique though. I didn't. I didn't have a a plan as such. The lady mm. running the running the shop. She she said, don't drink too much water and. You know, don't you know? It's empty calories. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't stock up on bread. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone yeah. fall for that in the world? Does, <laughs> so I'm, I'm does Joey Chestnut do. fall for that? They have an entree before they start. <laughs> They've got to eat the bun as well. So his yeah. record is sixty-five hot dogs in ten minutes. That's yeah. the current Jeez. world record, which is you know that's woofing them down. But they'll have a technique where they've got like a, a water with them, so they'll go bun. Uh, without the dog. So bun on its own, ah. water, dog on its own, water. Oh. Well, bun on its own, water. Kobayashi dips the whole thing in water. Right. Yeah. To, to, to soften the bread. This yeah. Is, yeah, that's like the winged keel of eating, though, yeah. isn't it? That's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's, it's, yeah. that's a uh, technique. Yeah, the first yeah, yeah. time he did it, his competitors <laughs> couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> of course! Yeah. I think Ben Lexan invented that as well. What do you think they do, though? Do they have to stretch their stomach... Kind of, it would be some sort of gallant thing. So I may, I'd love to see Cabo, uh, Joey Chestnut scull a beer because yeah. I imagine he could just tip a jug, just bang. Yeah. Well, Carl had the perfect opportunity to make that yeah. happen. He passed yeah. it up. Oh, god, yeah, I feel really bad now that he's the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> you should have just been challenging him, just getting a packet of Smiths from behind the bar and yeah. just going, Go, get into it. How did yeah. it straight how down there? How about that you talk to him in terms of was he, I mean, that pub is not the mm. classiest establishment. You know what, actually. I was doing a gig, and I didn't realise this. I think I did a gig hours and hours earlier. And, and another... someone had started eating the chairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. While, uh, while he was uh, breaking the record with eating, I was eating it on stage. Yeah. No, um, no he, I think I was performing at a gig he was on, but I didn't realise. And then when we got to the Exford much, much later on, his handlers came up and they'd been watching me, and obviously as as people I want to do to come up and congratulate me on my comedy genius. <laughs> yes, yes. And, sure. uh, Hang on, then, how did you end up on the same gig as him? I, I don't know. It was just a, I, to be honest, it was a radio gig. It was a, Okay. A, a, so he was on later or before. So he was being interviewed. He's not doing stand-up. No, no, right. no. He was, believe it or not, he was eating on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I just can't believe you didn't hit this guy up to come on the show. This is like I'd, perfect fodder for a guest. Like guess. I said, I came in, did my gig and got out again. I didn't realise there was going to be any eating involved. Otherwise, I would have obviously stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> you've, let, you've let us down in many different ways yeah. Like, yeah. in the past as well, Carl. I'm, I hope you get hurt. And <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, You're speaking for all the listeners as well, I bet. <laughs> Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, man. He, I just thought he was just making it up, but uh, that would have been. Uh, he's a, he's a, got superstar status in the states. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when it comes to eating, I mean, the Americans are good at eating. I don't know if anyone here has been to the states, to particularly a casino town, either Vegas or Atlantic City, to the all you can eat. Mm. Oh, we have, we have. Mm. Oh, That's yeah. a whole new world of piggery that. We don't even know it. We're like we're amateurs in this country. Yeah, compared remarkable. to what those people do. There's something do. remarkable about having seven different types of meat on your plate at the same time <laughs> mm. with some ice cream. I'm yeah, living, yeah. I'm living with, large. Yeah, with ice cream. Exactly. <laughs> how but many how many kilos did you put on when we were in America? Oh man, uh, I I don't know. Like I never weigh. I don't own a scale, so yeah. I never weigh myself. But it would have been a bit. What I was reckon? putting on a bit before, and then 
I don't. I I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I reckon as a guess. I reckon you would have put on easily six seven. I reckon. Yeah, that's yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. Yeah. And you've 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 pulled it all off now. You, you're yeah. good now. Well, that's last time Chamber was in here was the uh, oh, was, was that... a, was a real turning point in my life. Oh, that's <laughs> that really was, a, there was a lot of there was a lot of it was that was a brutal day having that happen to me in the studio. Yeah. And then the worst bit was because I edit the show as well. I then had to go <laughs> and re-listen to the torment. I remember bringing what? it up and then, and the look on your face going. I didn't know I was fat. No, I knew <laughs> it was. It was just not something I wanted to talk about. You know, it's how like you know that you don't want it. Like having it like expressly yep. said to you is like I can't dodge this now. I yep. can't bury this in the back of my head. Yeah, there's a great show called Man vs. Food. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen a bit of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoy that. And yeah. uh, even the other day, I was watching one. There's a lot of spy. Well, they, the great one was the, I can't remember what town they were in, but they had uh, had to eat like a a pork. Kind of roll, really, just pork roll, mm. simple pork roll, but had an incredibly hot sauce on it. Mm. And the guy didn't do it himself. Three Harlem Globetrotters did it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that must have been in Harlem, surely, yeah. Well, it could have been anywhere on the globe. Three Harlem Globetrotters. They were going to ask the Washington Wizards, but they couldn't get through it. <laughs> it sounds like an old episode of Scooby Doo. You know how the Harlem Globetrotters yeah, would rock up like, and join yeah, Scooby Doo? Yeah. Yeah. They pulled guys. all his food out of the, the afro of that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was the cartoon, wasn't it? It didn't actually happen. Yeah. You're not allowed to have uh, water or anything. Um, and uh, but uh, actually, during the during the thing, um, one of the Harlem Globetrotters came in and he threw a bucket of glitter on. Uh, yes. Oh, really? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I just made that up. Oh. Oh. Chambo. Oh. Uh, but yeah, they did it. They didn't. The end. Spoiler alert. That's how all of Chambo's sketches for the wedge ended. Someone came in and threw a bucket of glitter over okay. someone. You guys can go. <laughs> Both of you. Both of you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, um, speaking of eating weird things, are you guys up to speed with the oh. with Fear Factor? What happened in the states? No. Oh. Okay, so you know the show, obviously. Fear Factor, they've got to do crazy things when they lose. Uh, so often, you know, you see them eating spiders and all sorts of mad shit at the end if, they, if they're the losers, right, in order to stay in the game. Anyway, so they have this competition where they've got to throw these horseshoes at a target and they've got measurements coming out from the target in milliliters. Uh. Right? So whichever team is furthest from the target... That's how many milliliters of these certain substances they have to drink, right? <laughs> so they throw these two girls, right, lose. Uh, so And one missed out by like, it was like 400 mil she was going to have to drink of whatever the thing was. Yeah. And the other girl missed by so much, they just stopped it at the maximum, which is like a, a liter or 800 mil or something like that. Chamber looks so uncomfortable, yeah. by yeah, the way. Yeah. I just know it's so, coming. Yeah. So, <laughs> hang on, Coke? Or? No, I'm going to... So the girl who was like 400 milliliters or whatever had to drink 400 mil of donkey urine. And the other one who was the 800 mil, the big one, had to drink 800 mil of donkey semen. Uh, I'm really hoping that wasn't going to happen. What what challenge was it that they lost where that guy had to eat the other guy's face? (laughs) (laughs) That was the the Matthew Newton Miami challenge. Oh, was that that governed by that body as well? Was it a a fully governed (laughs) face-eating competition? Majorly. He's the world's best face-eater, this guy. I met him at the expert. There's a trick to it. (laughs) It's the face first, then the hair. Yeah, don't drink too much water before you you eat that face. <laughs> you got to dip the face in bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of garnish. Yeah. Oh, uh, so did they do it? Did they manage to achieve? The girl chugged down the urine. Oh, the other dude. girl chugged down the donkey. On uh, TV, semen. Here's the here's the kicker, though. Right? 
uh, CBS <laughs> or need a kicker. Yeah. <laughs> CBS or whoever the broadcasting network is in the states said it was too disgusting and wouldn't put it to air. Oh. So they've done it for nothing. It's that's, for nothing. It's like when you win on, you know, yeah. the Price is Right, and they don't yeah. air the. You don't. So she didn't actually get to keep the donkey semen because it didn't air. No, no. Well, she got to keep it inside her. Maybe she's pregnant. Maybe she's having baby oh. donkeys. Oh, oh God. Yeah. So um. So someone, and all, not only did she drink it for nothing, someone whacked off a donkey for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the real victim of this story. <laughs> I mean, I think the donkey's the only winner as far as I can <laughs> The guy who did it just at home still with his gloves on watching the show go, here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Here's my with moment. His, with, his, with his family. <laughs> Mom, it's going to be on in a minute. <laughs> no, it happened again. <laughs> that is the last time I whack off a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to get these things in writing. <laughs> How many times have we got to tell you? <laughs> you need one of those pay or play donkey semen contracts. <laughs> I wonder if you travelled overseas and you had to write your occupation on your immigration form. Donkey wanker. Oh. How much? How many times do you think that is for a donkey to get a litre's worth? <laughs> get a litre. Well, what does a donkey have to watch? When it's happening, <laughs> is, is there any? Is there, is there donkey porn? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe watch a human drink some donkey cum. <laughs> Might get you going. Oh, this is just this is just a bloke who works on commercial radio, just letting out all the fodder that the producers have said no to, isn't it? <laughs> There's so much I can't say <laughs> in my other life. This is uh, you're not usually well, talking about that between foreigner and stuff. <laughs> no, 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 we're not. I'm singing along, Carl. Yeah. That's, what I'm doing. That's what I was going to bring well, up because since we've had you in here last, I think you've shifted radio jobs about eight times. <laughs> Well, I have, sh- I have shifted once. Oh, okay. Slight uh, exaggeration on my part. Well, I have shifted <laughs> once. I guess that's me drinking the donkey semen then. I lost that bet. I moved from, uh, from mixed to gold. I got a review in Adelaide once. You know, sometimes you read a review and it's good and you go, No, Great. I don't. Sometimes you read a review and it's a bit shit, but you go, ah, fair enough. You know, the show is a bit shit. But sometimes you read a review and you go, this guy just fucking hated me. Mm-hmm. Like when he came in, he just wanted to write a shit review from the start. Yes. So the review starts with uh, something like, I never thought Limo was funny. This is like... <laughs> but so Four he stars. Said, he said, <laughs> he's setting himself up to say, I walking in thought he was shit. And he's, and he's been fired. And he's, a, and he's also a guy who's been fired from every major radio network in Australia. Been fired from one. <laughs> Was this Tommy writing the review with exaggeration? Right. But that's what made me think of it. I've been fired from one. <laughs> this guy getting up a fucking head of steam. <laughs> He's a fucking asshole. Uh, and anyway, in the end, he goes, yeah, but the show was okay. Yeah, grudgingly like like, like a real big grudging. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah sure. Got a, the crowd seemed to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's an asshole, but the crowd seemed to enjoy I li- it. But I liked they seemed to enjoy it. Like they may <laughs> they may not have been being yeah. honest with themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like to, for yeah, all yeah. intents and purposes, they are enjoying it. But who really yeah. knows what's going there on? There was two hundred <laughs> people laughing, but I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. hey, what, can we? Oh, what I was going to say, Lima. Yeah. This has always intrigued me that. Um, that your show business name is Limo. Yes. Yeah, because it's a very Australian thing, I get. I think, I guess. It to is. Do, isn't it? And it's really by, not by design at all. Right, it's just one but of those completely things Completely by started. accident. So I was, I was never Limo until I got to boarding school. Right. And then I became, the Limo was my nickname at boarding school. Yeah, yeah. So then I was just always Limo. Yeah. And then I, like, I played footy with guys for five years who didn't know my name was Anthony. Yeah, right. You know. 
And then when I did my first ever gig, just, oh, yeah, Lima. Yeah. And then that was it. What well, are you I, hiding I, I, from I, I, then on? What are you hiding deep down inside? <laughs> Where's the real Lemo? Birth name he's Anthony Donkey Seaman. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what the changes for. He's a donkey wanker from Queensland. <laughs> well, what I love is that, you know, with comedy, it's all good, you know, nicknames and they're appropriate, I guess. What I actually enjoy is when I watch you on the project or the seven, what used to be the 7 p.m. project because it's a news format and it's like hundreds dead in Syria. Let's hear about it from Lima. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Lima? <laughs> it is. Well, that's. I mean, the project kind of dances that line anyway. That's yep. the nature of the show. Is that it goes from comedy bits to serious bits. But yeah, it is a bit weird. We did have a discussion about becoming for the project Anthony Limo Lehman. Yep. And I, you know, it honestly doesn't bother me either way. Yeah. Mm. I'd be you happy just, to be Anthony Lemo Lehman. I'm happy to be Lemo. It's you know? too long. Anthony Lemo Lehman. It's like, well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's the kind of nickname where it's, it's just you shorten short, you shorten your, uh, your surname. Yeah. yeah. It's not like Anthony Kobayashi yeah. Lehman. <laughs> you know, we don't need to have the. And always it disappoints people when, particularly people from overseas, you'll be interviewing someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I meet most people interviewing on the radio. So they'll come in the studio and, uh, God, this is Bridge, uh, and this is Lima. They go, oh, Lemo. Oh, that's in- an interesting name. Where's that from? Oh, <laughs> right. Wow, well, that's fascinating. Where- yeah. I go, my last name's Lehman, and then they're really disappointed. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just disappointed in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, uh, you should change your, your name legally so it's like your first name is Lemo, and then your last name is just like Smith. Well, that, that, you could go, you could hedge your bets like, you know, on Facebook, you're Anthony Lemo. I like I that. I am Anthony Lemo on Facebook. It's just easier for people to, to find. I wanted to be just Lemo on Facebook. It won't leave. But it wouldn't accept... One name. You couldn't have done a first name Lee, second name. Oh, Mo. well, you know, what, you know what I did on Hotmail is because on Hotmail is the same; it won't accept as one. So I'm full stop Lemo. Yeah, oh. so I've noticed you, that. Yeah, if you see an email from me, you'll notice it's full stop Lemo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Chamber, so. you'd never consider becoming Michael the Chambo Chamber <laughs> for professional purposes. <laughs> yeah, Chamber. It's not. It's again like uh, I didn't get Chamber till. Well into my twenties, but you're um, more frequently known as you've 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 transcended just the shortening where you've got the chamber. Yeah, the third person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the chamber can refer to himself as the chamber. <laughs> uh, the chamber, the chamber can do whatever he wants. <laughs> the chamber was all powerful. So what were you called before um, chamber? At high school, my nickname was Chinna. Why was it Chinna? All my school friends would and parents and teachers and stuff would call me Chinna, and you know, still do. Um, I think why do I, you why do your teachers still call you that? Well, <laughs> some at the school did at the time. Sorry, right. um, a lot of them are priests, so a lot of them are in prison now. So I don't see them. Oh, hey, political. I'm actually doing a gig for my old school in about two weeks, uh, and they said initially I was going to be in Sydney, and they said you know we'll put, come down and put you up and stuff, but they wanted to put me up in a, in a house where all the priests live, and I thought <laughs> I don't think that would be a good thing. <laughs> um, but I got I I, I think that. What happened, and this is kind of a very vague thing, it happened when I was about seven or eight, and we used to play down ball, mm-hmm. and sometimes we'd play uh, fu- kind of funny names. So, like, there was a guy called Parker Dwyer, and so his bad name backwards was E. Crap Rui Wido, <laughs> and so we'd go, you know, you call out their name, and E. Crap we write, and E. Crap had to go and eat, um, hit it, and I think they bastardized Chamberlain into Chinese man, which I do right. think eventually became Chinna. 
What? I do think I think that's a very vague memory. So I think it does have a slightly racial connotation. <laughs> but it, it just kind of came that. And you have got a racist nickname. And I and, I, and then that's initially how, but that's all school friends. A racist and, nickname is nothing about your race, which is <laughs> pretty yeah. unique. It was, yeah. I think it was just the warped minds of seven-year-olds. And um and but then yeah, it was really only in recent times at my cricket club. Um, I was called Dingo. Uh, I'm a footy, footy club. Is that's a, I assume that's a yeah, Azaria Chamberlain. Uh, right? footy club oh club. right, okay. Footy club, I'm Very clever. Right. I thought that was uh, another racist thing about Denmark or something. Maybe <laughs> yeah, no, he does a great Ernie Dingo impersonation. <laughs> but it's really only comedy dudes who kind of brought on Chamber. It's, it's chamber. Only true comedic minds could think of such an abbreviation <laughs> of your when name. You're, when you're having creative thoughts every day with the power that comedians do, <laughs> to be able to shorten Chamberlain to Chamber, I mean, it really takes great really, minds. It yeah. takes a, bit, a lot of high fives at the end of that yeah. meeting. <laughs> was the... Well, at least that's what people are calling me to my face. I don't know what they're calling me behind my back. Canta. Oh, classic gold. There we go. You're just recycling gear that you did on gold this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so when the, um, and I know you've, there's been heaps of jokes over the years about this, mm. but when the Chamberlain Azaria Chamberlain case finally came to an yeah, end, yeah. did you get were people messaging you about it and hitting you up on Twitter about no, the final the, the end of the chapter? Not a huge amount, actually. No, I, I must say people people will reference it about every two years. You know, even back when I was a little kid, like people didn't mention a huge amount because uh, I don't I, know. only when you know you were wandering off with. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to oh, say? Right. Oh, I was going to do like a good joke, Try and then I just got lost. Oh, Jesus. I just got lost. Yeah. Um, but uh, you kind of guess a bit of, you know, you're at a shop and you say, you know, Michael Chamberlain, and they go, oh, that's a, oh, like, you know, and you go, yeah. 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 <laughs> but to be clear, it's a different, yours is spelt differently. It it's is, actually yeah. a different name. Yeah. yeah, we're Chamberlain and they're Chamberlain. Mm. Yeah. There aren't many Chamberlains at all. Have you ever met a Lindy Chamberlain? Uh, In your family somewhere? No. But Belinda? Uh, Lindy. Because there would be no one that would be calling themselves Lindy. It would be a Belinda. Nowadays, man, you know, you, you, you know, it's just, I was, I mean, I didn't get, I didn't get it too much. I always feel bad for the people though, like the Channel 10 reporter called Harry Potter, you know, (laughs) that guy who had a perfect life till the age of about 50. Or the, or the kid called Azaria that was (laughs) actually taken by a dingo. (laughs) Oh, I've got my mate Adolf Hitler and he uh, (laughs) he does not like that at all. But I've met, there's a friend, Ellie Ellie Parker, and there was a film that came out called Ellie Parker and she was just praying to, you know, praying, praying to the world it wasn't a big hit. For the rest of her life, oh, yeah. You know? So that's the thing when the name comes along. Yeah. Oh, you'd hate to be cursed with something forever. Yeah. This is not uh, a name. This is actually something he did. But Trevor Chapel, who bowled the underarm delivery, I know through friends of mine who know him. Not a day of his life has gone by since 1981, I think it was that game or 82, mm. where someone hasn't bought it up. Yeah, sure. Can you imagine mm. what a shit? Existence that would be mm. just every day having to answer questions about the fucking underarm <laughs> delivery. Oh, well, what about guy... you? You got this, the uh, there's a hair uh, a laser thing that you can buy called the Limo. Oh, yeah, there is too. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. people give people give me that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should sponsor the late. We actually because I'm I am thinning out a bit, right? So through the radio, I got our producers, I said, Why don't you get in touch with them <laughs> and just see if they'll do something with well, you know, give it a Give it and they contact Limo, and they had zero interest. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They had no interest in me helping to wow. <laughs> promote that product. So I thought it might be a f- kind of funny tie-in, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
for obvious think reasons. You they'd be jumping at it because that's like a... I think that's one of the hair things that's like, it, it looks like it's a scam. Like, it doesn't look legit. And you've got the market. You're on Gold FM. You've got an older I'm in the yeah. perfect, demo. I'm in the perfect demo, and I am thinning out. I know, you're actually, not thinning out. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. I am actually. No, I am, I'm thinning really? out. Yeah. You know when you're in the makeup chair at Channel 10, oh. and you go, no, I think I'm thinning out, and they go, yeah, you are. We've got some powder we can oh, yeah. how many How many anecdotes begin with, or like life analogies, is, you know you think that when you're in the chair at Channel 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know when you're in the makeup chair yeah. at Channel 10? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. The one on the left Relatable. or the right? I first, I first knew my wife was the woman for me when I was in the makeup chair at Channel 10. The one with Jackie or you got Libby? I don't know. I'm not sure. Who are we working with? <laughs> Clemo's gone showbiz. <laughs> Did you get to ever sit in the makeup chair at Channel 10 when you were writing for The Wedge? Oh. Hey. Ah, there you go. Fuck yourself, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got anything to throw at you. Yeah. Um, but I did. I made genuine inquiries to the, the Limo people after that about how much it would cost. So I thought, oh, I might, maybe I'll try a bit Give of laser and yeah. just see. So you've got, there's two things, right? You've got to get this shampoo. Right, that you use, uh, and you've got to do this laser thing for ten minutes a day yep. mm-hmm. over your hair, right? But you've got to, you have to do it every day. So yeah. even if you do get regrowth, you've got to continue doing it. So you've got to, it's a commitment for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. To do this thing. At what stage do you just give up? And it costs like four grand a year or something. For, have they actually got you as a spokesman? Because you're going into some pretty fine details. Uh, no, no, well, it. I made all these inquiries <laughs> to do it, and then yeah. I just went, you know, it's fucking too hard. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I said to my doctor as well, because this is, because you guys are all fine, right? But uh, you get paranoid when you start losing your hair. Mm. Like, real, like you become fucking obsessed with it. So I said to my doctor, uh, is there something you can do? He said, look, I can give you a pill. Uh, and if you take it, no more hair will fall out of your head, guaranteed. You will not lose another hair. He said, but there are some side effects. And I said, oh, what's that? He goes, it does cause in some people impotence. Well, is this a joke from Dave Allen? Or <laughs> no, no, it's a true story. That's right. a dead true. That's absolutely 100% true. It's not, not a, it sounds like a Dave Allen joke. <laughs> I, but, and, uh, but I said, well, I'd rather have, I'd rather be bald and be able to fuck than have heaps of hair and then just, you know. Mm. Right. That's what happened I mean, to Fabio. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there, did you is put it in those words to the doctor or did you say? I, I, I kind of did. Not exactly those words, but I said, yeah, I think I'll pass on that. And at what stage did the spirit of ugly Dave Gray take over from Lima? <laughs> wow. Has uh, yeah. there, there ever been any form of breakthrough in hair replacement? Like you, you see that every day, but it's all built on people, on, on guys that are getting on just hoping that it does happen. Mm. Has it ever happened? Well, you, can't, I, you cannot regrow, as I understand it, hair. Yeah. You've got to have the the follicles have to be there yeah. to be able to grow from. Right. If so it can't be done then? No. 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 Professor and the, Limo. And the crossing to Professor Limo. And all the successful ones, <laughs> like the footballers we say, they've got the shit's glued on their head. Right. Yeah. I found that weird when they had the, you know, Jason Alexander got in trouble recently for making those comments on the um on the on the uh, Craig Ferguson show about about, about cricket. About cricket being gay yeah. and they, they were playing the clip on all these shows and stuff and no one seemed to point out that he's he's like I hadn't seen. He's got a full hair. Yeah, he's, he's gone gets... the full the oh, full really? plugs. Yeah, yeah. that looks ridiculous. Because <laughs> anyway. he's bald, he's bald George. That's how we thought, know and love him. Yeah, yeah, I felt like that was more of the story than than what he said on a talk show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was more yeah, interested yeah. in that. <laughs> I um I got a phone call just before I come in here today from uh, an old boss of mine from like way back. Uh, I used to live in Ballarat, 
And uh, this this might surprise some people, but I didn't come straight out of uh, high school and straight into the world of podcasting. I, I have had other jobs. Um, I I used to work at a quick copy in Ballarat, and uh, my old boss rang me because I always kept in touch with my my boss uh, there. They were pretty. Is he still at Quick Copy? No, they've just sold up. Right. Yeah. So no shout out, shout outs to them. Don't no. if you live in Ballarat, don't go down to to uh, uh, Sturt Street and uh, um, make, get your copies there. But I. <laughs> I was reminded of um, this girl I used to work with, right? Um, her name was Cindy. Um, hi, if she listens. But um, uh, have you ever worked with like really Op- optimistic? Biz- yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's really bizarre. She's one of my, she's one of my favourite co-workers of all time because she was like seriously, insanely deluded. Well, not deluded. She was a liar. She was like one of those right. amazing liars that even when you say that's a lie, she'll just go. Nah, no, it's not. And you, you just present her with the facts and, and you, physical evidence and she'll just go, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> she goes, she worked with us, right? And I was a graphic designer and she was uh, like front of house or whatever. And she was supposed to deliver, there was all these things. She was supposed to deliver the mail once and she had got the mail and then couldn't be bothered delivering it. So she chucked it down a storm drain, <laughs> right? And then people were hitting hitting us up at work going, oh, where's our invoices? Where's this? Where's that? Yeah. And then she'd go, oh, it's been a few days. You know, the, the mail's pretty slow around Ballarat. Um, give it a few days. And it, a few more days had come along and it's like there's been a week and it's like these letters are crossing four streets and it's been a week. And uh, she's going, no, no, no. Then she goes, oh, look. I did post them on the way home in Wendoree, which is a bad suburb. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of kids that like to break into post boxes down that way. Right. And so people – it ended up just obviously being a complete lie. But she did all this stuff like uh, – uh, first – her second day at work, she goes um, – uh, she comes in. She had like a love bite. She had like a big love bite a, or something. A hickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. A hickey. She came in with a hickey and, uh, and you know, had it really showing and was like – you know, she was front of house at this uh, uh, photocopy shop. Anyway, the second day, everyone was sort of remarking on it. The second day she came in, there was like a shop full of people. And she goes, she walks in and goes, hey, everyone, I found out from the doctors, it's not a hickey, I've got fleas. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she was. <laughs> she wow. Was, she goes. and That she, should be the other, that sentence should be the other way around. You know, it's not yeah, fleas, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. it's a hickey. And it should be also, it's not fleas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, got two questions. First off, um, Tommy, what's your editing like? Because uh, Carl um, has massively slandered this lady and used her real name. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, do you have a phone number? <laughs> well, that's, this is the other thing. Like, she was, uh, uh, she, she was like trying to hit on us and stuff as well, which was really bizarre. She'd come in the lunchroom and, and we'd really, she was, not quite bright enough to know exactly what was going on. So we'd basically... <laughs> the poke, slander continued. Yeah, we'd poke her with a stick and sort of go, come on, what else have you got? What else Hang you on, got? a literal and, stick. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we'd play good cop, bad cop with her. One of us one of us would go, oh, you're full of shit. No way. And then the other would go, no, go on. Come on, prove him wrong. Tell us another story. <laughs> so she goes, she she was telling us that she used to be a model. And we like, you did not. She goes, no, no, I've got all these model friends. I'll hook, and I'll single it. I'll hook you up with this model friend. Oh, great. And I'm like, yeah, all right, bring it on, bring it on. And uh, it would never happen. And every day she'd come in and go, what's going on? Oh, no, I forgot to talk. Come on, bring in some proof. Bring in the catalogs that you were in. She, she was like a catalog model. So every day she'd come in and go, where's the catalog? Oh, I forgot. Bring it tomorrow, okay? Look, I'll forgive everything here, but bring it in tomorrow. And it went on for so long until one day it got to a head where she, uh, she uh, came in and went, where is it? 
no more excuses. She goes, this is what happened. Last night I got home and I went, I've got to bring it in tomorrow. So I put it on the bed, the catalog on the bed. And then my mum came in and went, oh, you, you, haven't, you haven't cleaned up your room again? Why do you never clean up your room? And I just got so mad that I grabbed the first thing that was next to me and ripped it up in anger and it just happened to be the catalog. <laughs> oh, no. And she only had one copy of it? Yeah. Because oh. that's what happens when you're a model. You get sent the one copy <laughs> and that's it. What a disaster. Yeah. Was wow. she a looker? Was she? Um, no. Look, she was... Fine, but like nothing special. But if you overlook the very flea... diplomatic, <laughs> very diplomatic. If you overlooked, the, overlooked the flea bite, she was all right. <laughs> she did have fleas. That yeah. was an issue. Yeah. She was always wiping her ass across the carpet, <laughs> trying to itch it. <laughs> she lasted like two. I think she lasted two weeks. It was a. Uh, it was a very exciting two weeks. Well, I've got a bit of an update on a on a work uh, colleague of my girlfriend's. I don't know if you recall on one of the live episodes we did during the comedy fest. I was talking about. Um, a woman in uh, where my girlfriend works had been sexually harassing another co-worker. Oh, yeah. And had come in um, uh, with, with some cupcakes to apologise because she got pulled up for it. And on the cupcake she'd written, sorry for being a massive dick. Now, I think if you've been sexually harassing someone, massive dick is not really the phrase to be using. Anyway, they went out for their first sort of big office kind of drinks dinner thing after work on Friday night, kind of the first one they've done since my girlfriend started there. You know, it sometimes happens. You know, my girlfriend uh, got a little bit drunk and she was sort of, um, she was kind of a bit worried the next day. She's like, oh, I hope I didn't embarrass myself in front of my colleagues. Maybe I was a bit drunk. And then she was telling me about what this other girl was doing. And I was like, nah, you'll be fine. Like, they've all put their money down. This girl, not only has she tried to not pay her share of it, she's tried to like, rack some of the money that like other people had left who'd left early from the bill. She was like telling people about how she thinks she could be a lesbian, but she just likes the cock too much and just got, got super drunk and was just like out of control. And my girlfriend was like, Oh, I hope I wasn't too drunk. I'm like, man, it sounds like you could have bloody stabbed someone and you'd be fine. Like this girl's the perfect smokescreen. Anyway, my girlfriend texted me before she's been pulled into the boss's office this morning and the boss (laughs) is like, Hey, we hear this girl was telling you that she thinks she's a lesbian and stuff on Friday night. You know, were you a bit uncomfortable about this? You know, was she a bit out of control? So yeah. Anyway. Keep or keep you updated. <laughs> but if she loses the job uh, at that that place, like Tommy, she can always get a job at Quick Copy. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, It'll be fine. That that reminds me of another girl that worked at Quick Copy. This is what she did. She came in on the first day wearing latex, like a latex skirt, yeah. and like some low cut leathery sort of a uh, uh, top with her boobs hanging out and stuff. Oh yeah. She came in like in d- dominatrix mm. sort of gear, yeah. and within she got sacked within five days, <laughs> and inside five days. She propositioned one of the teenagers that worked there for a threesome with her partner. <laughs> Inside five days. Yes. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Oh, and, and also, and also within the five days, one day um, the boss came in to find this new girl's mum in her office, in the boss's office, going through the computer. Oh yes. Going through her personal computer. That's now, the, because... new, the new girl's mum yes. is in the office. Yes, in the boss's office. Just needed to do a bit of computing <laughs> and the internet wasn't working at home, so she said, come yeah. my boss won't mind. Yes. In fact, just use her office. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm, I consider myself in every real job I've had to be a pretty awful employee, and I'm astounded when I hear stories of people who are shitter than I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. I think to be worse at a job than I generally am, you really need to put effort in. Like yeah. being that incompetent that it's like <laughs> you're trying to set a world record or something Yeah, how quickly you can get the arse. I used to, I was always pretty committed as an accountant, i got to say. I was <laughs> well, you're not doing worried. it anymore. So. Just the environment I'm not doing it. But I stopped, the things I stopped doing is shaving, ironing my shirts. 
and arriving on time. Why were you shaving your shirts? I don't know. I just felt as though it was a thing to do. Uh, <laughs> it was a challenge on Fear Factor. <laughs> I didn't want to drink that donkey yeah. semen. Out of that shirt. Hey, speaking of lying, you know, a friend of mine used to do this. Hang on. Is this a true story? <laughs> this is a true story, yeah. Uh, I used to live with a guy in London, as myself and my girlfriend and him and his girlfriend, four of us lived together in his house in London. And he, he was a psychiatrist and so was his partner, all right? And psychiatrists sometimes can exhibit odd behavior. Ironically, but he said to me that he used to, <laughs> he used to, what he called pointless lie to his girlfriend. And mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean by that? He goes, <laughs> so he would get home and she would say, um, oh, I, uh, so what'd you have for lunch today? And he will have had like a chicken salad or something. And he would, just, he would say, oh, I had, um, had a uh, steak sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> just a complete pointless lying. So he was just, well, just to just to practice for the just big anything stuff. just because they had a had slightly issues with their relationship. So I think he just wanted to fuck with her in some way, just the cheap, but thrill. just in a way that wasn't really harmful. Yeah. So he just lie about completely pointless shit all the time. Hey, how'd, so how'd you get to work today? In the end, oh, I got the tube, and he would have got a cab. <laughs> you know, but he knew something he, made no difference at all. He knew he was doing it though. Like, it, was it, was doing on, it was doing it on purpose. Oh, okay. It was a thing of his. Was right. that just feels like was he's to like, him a fun <clears throat> thing that he would do? That just seems like he's like building up to cheat on her, and he's like practicing his lying technique. It's like conditioning yourself <laughs> for a polygraph. You know how you like <laughs> yeah, yeah, put a pin yeah. in your shoe and all that sort of stuff. I, I like that. This has come out at some stage. So at some stage, he's had to say to someone, hey, guess what I do? <laughs> yeah. When I talk to my girlfriend, <laughs> when I have a chicken salad, <laughs> I tell her I've had a hot dog. Could <laughs> have been pointless lying to you, Lemo? Oh, oh wow. wow. It may it be. Like, I'm, playing, I'm playing Lemo like I'm playing a violin, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Him and the girlfriend are sitting in bed going, he's yeah. such an idiot, he's got no idea. Oh, they're right going flat knackers in the sack I'm laughing right. at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I might go and pointless punch him in the face. Uh, <laughs> classic dumb limo. <laughs> Cop me a beauty. <laughs> hey, uh, the Chambo, I was um, browsing your Wikipedia page on the way in oh, here. Oh, yes. Um, two things that stood out. Michael will next be seen on television hosting Foxtel's new show, The Mansion, with Charlie Pickering. The show is scheduled to start in April. So congratulations on that. Sounds like that's going to be great. Wow. Has that been put back by a month? <laughs> that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then here's another one. You do know. It's finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Sorry. an old reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, um, and then at the end of your credits, uh, Michael is famously fond of skinny jeans, which he firmly believes bring in the ladies. Perfect. Perfect. I, um, I, I must say, I, I've, I've never contributed anything to that page at all. But I, a, 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 during the Comedy Festival, a lady said she, you know, interviewer said she looked at it and brought up that, that line. Now, the, the, the often, uh, there have been a few times when the final line has been, Changed, uh, uh, and I have suspicions of who. Doing it. Who's the suspicion? Uh, I got a mate of mine. I reckon I'd be pretty safe to say that she did that. Although I did have another mate, and another mate, an actor mate. Oh, gee, you got a lot of mates. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, anyway. I'm going to put that on your Wikipedia right now. Yeah, yeah I've got, got three a, mates. These mates. But there was one friend of mine, an actor. Out, out, out with Chinna, three both, mates. Uh, That's the new nickname. We both vandalised each other's pages on the same night. Uh, both with a two girls, one cup reference. Right. <laughs> and then when we're kind of the next day, I was like, oh, you know, I did something last night. He's like, yeah, I did something last night. I'm like, wow, we're, we're really good friends. <laughs> so so did you, had you not had a discussion about two girls, one cup before? We had probably talked about it, but, but we just, both vandalized. Like it was something about, you know, it, 
you know, two girls in the two guys in the bucket or whatever. Yeah. Or it was both of us had the like-minded insult. Yeah, yeah, never quite caught on. But that, that has changed that final line a couple of times there. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, not so that's not true. You don't like the tight jeans. Um, no, yeah. Do you believe that they bring in the ladies? Firmly believe that they bring in the ladies. No, I can't. Mm. Clear, I can't say that comment is is true to life. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm. Well, because that's a recurring thing on this show is people uh, people altering Wikipedia to fit us in there. So maybe listeners okay. can get a bit stuck into your page. Are you are go you granting the listeners free yeah, license life, to just go to care. town on your page? I don't care. If you, if you really look me up on Wikipedia, then you de- <laughs> de- desperately need stuff can to I, go. <laughs> can I make a suggestion if anyone's think, trying to think of ideas for Chambo's Wikipedia mm-hmm. uh, that perhaps he's into two girls, one donkey? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. There we go. There it is. That, my friends, is a callback. (laughs) (laughs) Right there. Someone's changed mine recently as well, and I did a gig where they just read it out. Oh, really? They clearly have done, you know. What do you mean? Proper research is too hard. Hmm. So as the guy at the MC is introducing me. Oh, right. He gets my Wikipedia page up, and someone's changed it to include the, uh, the fact that I went on Red Faces and the woman who beat me was a Paraguayan woman doing a traditional Paraguayan dance <laughs> whilst balancing a pot in her head, and he read it all out in the introduction. <laughs> so next up is Limo, uh, and he's uh, done a bit of work on radio and yeah. TV and once competed yeah. in Red Faces on Hey Hey at Saturday yeah. where he was beaten by a Paraguayan woman who did a traditional Paraguayan dance while was balancing a pot in her head. Anyway, here he is, Limo. Yeah. We couldn't get Bracket. her, so here's Limo. <laughs> Brackets, citation needed. Here he is, Limo. I, I had that recently, a little while ago, I did a gig where, uh, you know, the promoter asked just to send a bio through. I send it through and the, the, the person emceeing the gig wasn't a comedian. Yeah. So it comes to introduce me and <laughs> literally just has the whole, because I just sent through my whole bio, which is like yeah. a page or whatever, just reads it word for word. The whole, the mic... My intro went for longer than my actual gig. It was it was like ridiculous. Yeah. Have I told this about the the basketball gig I did? Maybe I haven't. I'll tell it. Um, <laughs> I did the worst gig I've ever done. I reckon was about a year ago or two years two about two years ago where it was this massive basketball stadium and I was booked to do twenty minutes or something and I'm already going. Oh my god, this is not going to go well. Is it at a basketball game? No, it was in a basketball stadium though. But so it was a perfect. Com- but it was a comedy night. No. Oh. No, it was like a presentation night. Stadium in terms of 15,000 people or stadium is in like a high school? No, it was like a proper uh, uh, NBL, ex-NBL stadium. Really? Yeah. Where right. was this? It was in Geelong. Sure. Yeah. Were the Geelong Supercats play? Yeah. Yeah. Geelong Supercats. <laughs> Jambo. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like their, their best and fairest night or whatever it was. Yep. So it wasn't mm. like the fans in the rafters or whatever. It was just the players in, in the court. But You, you weren't know, wearing a big foam costume trying to sink three-pointers from the... Uh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> if I was shooting T-shirts out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. da- even dancing would have been less humiliating. Shooting Haymay T-shirts out of a cannon. Yeah, that would yeah, have been great. You yeah. had a shot from half court for a million dollars. That's what like, my jokes were. I was shooting from half court. <laughs> that's how the night worked. Oh, and it was like, you know, I mean, as comedians, we know that, you know, you want a, a smaller, you know, more intimate sort of a place. It's, a, it's better comedy acoustics or whatever. This is like the opposite. You're in a, Yeah, arenas in a, are better than stadiums generally. A yeah. bit, uh, bit more intimate. <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a barnyard. <laughs> anyway, it was so massive. And there was only, you know, there was probably a total of about 80 people there. 
And great, uh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, horrible, yeah. and just super well lit, and just because there's so much warmth in all that empty space. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it was horrible. So it and then like it's shit for them already too, though. Was that oh, yeah. dinner? Were they on the on the on the court? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then a bit of room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's just a dinner on the court with all yeah. the nothingness. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So it I, then horrible. I get introduced, like no music, nothing, and this, this the, the introducer dude is like the announcer from the um you know from the game day or whatever. Yeah. So his introduction of me was, uh, <laughs> I think he just he just read out this thing where it was like, this guy is on Twitter. He's uh, <laughs> he's on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> that's great because that's something you'd do if you were trying to take the piss, like, and you couldn't do it as well as that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I need to add that to my bio. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everyone. A lot of people were going, "How'd you get that?" But uh, <laughs> he recently yeah. was awarded three Friday follows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so then he goes. Then he proceeds to go. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you some examples. Uh, very, very funny tweets. So you'll be able to. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Yeah. Can you remember the tweets? No, I can't. Oh, oh, yeah. But they were like. <laughs> it's, it's, so good. It'd yeah. be great if he just picked tweets where you were like talking to people. Yeah. At Dasselo. Yeah, I'll see you yeah. there. Hashtag podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Please welcome Carl Chandler. Yeah. yeah. Better on paper, guys. That was better on paper. But that's what it was like. Like he like he'd, he'd almost on purpose pick the ones that were better on paper than out loud. <laughs> so there's a difference between an out loud joke and a, a joke on paper, and he just picked some horrendous ones. Or ones and, uh, where it's like it relies on a pic being a picture being there. Yeah, Check out yeah. this sign I just saw, yeah. guys. Yeah, lol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or, or it's based on a massive news story. Bin Laden won't be doing that yeah. again. <laughs> oh, check out the chick in the skirt. Hashtag the voice. Oh. <laughs> um, so he's like, he's done three or four of them, but right? He would have said, noughts and crosses grid the voice. <laughs> he's, he's done three or four of them, right? So I'm dying before I've even got on stage. Like... People are hating me and I haven't even shown my face yet. Oh, man. Oh, you've had a pre-death. Yeah. (laughs) You've had a pre-gig death. Yeah. So I hop up on stage and just go, oh, oh, and I'm just wanting to pass the buck already going, oh, how's your mate here with the introduction? How bad's that? And everyone's like, oh, he's our mate, so fuck you. Um, He's reading out your work, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just wanting to blame it on someone else. And, uh, oh, yeah, then I did... uh, you know, 10 minutes of yeah, my 20-minute sure. set and just... <laughs> and got donuts. Somehow got in my car inside the stadium and you read out some of your old uh, You read out some of your old MySpace bulletins and they yeah. went a little bit better, thankfully. Yeah, was yeah. it at least good uh, coin so you can have some kind of yes, joy in your heart? Yes, yeah. but it was one of those horrible gigs where, because it's like Geelong, I had just myself to think, you know, to talk oh, to on the way in the car on the way home. Great. So you've got an hour to mm. yourself yeah. just to go... What have I, and you know, Saturday night, was this the best way I could have used my Saturday night? Yeah. What am I doing in my What I no. found most interesting about that is how you've somehow ended up as a basketball team's comedian of choice. Yeah, I don't think, <laughs> when you say of choice, I wouldn't say first. <laughs> I think it was handballed down a long way before I got to me. It's fair to say the Supercats were not that Supercats. <laughs> it's fair to say that John Dorge was not a big fan of mine or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love is when you turn up, speaking of not being first choice, you turn up for a corporate and they actu- they actually say to you, yeah, we tried to get um, 
uh, Will Anderson or Husey or Peter Heller or someone, but geez, they charge so much. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> anyway, thanks for doing this for us. <laughs> How much I worse got, would you feel I'm if me and Carl's squeeze into your budget? List. I got one of you, off you that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got uh, I got a guy calling me up. Limo gave me my number. It was Box Hill Hawks, and the guy called me up. And said, yeah. "Yeah, we tried to get Husey, and he couldn't do it. Tried to get Limo, and he couldn't do it. So yeah, we will give you a yell." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> me, me and Dasley just pray for the gigs you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that one in the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it went all right? Uh, it was okay. Like, yeah. It was yeah, but Chambo, like, how much worse would you have felt in that story if me and Carl's names had been tacked on the end of that list after Limo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Dazzle yeah. and Chandler couldn't do it. <laughs> I've got a weird thing at the moment where um, uh, a, 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 one of my girlfriend's really good friends lives in Queensland now, and she's got this boyfriend. I think they both work in mining, so they're, like, super loaded. Yeah. And he is, like, real extravagant. Well, like fly, you know, her friends up just to hang out with her because she gets bored and all that sort right. of stuff and um, has all these really, really extravagant holidays away where they go to places where the room's like $800 a night and all this stuff and just really happy to splash his cash around. Anyway, her birthday is coming up and he's got this big plan to fly them and a group of their mates down here, book out a level at Crown, have this big thing right. and um, he's getting on to one of my girlfriend's other friends to help organise it and going, oh, you know, and you know, we'll do this and you know, you need to tell Sarah this and rah, rah and all this kind of stuff and somehow my girlfriend and her friends have gotten it in their heads that I would be the perfect guy to MC oh, this hi. event, which I just <laughs> do not want. Like my girlfriend really wants me to do it because she's like, eh, you know, you'll be able to get him to just pay you heaps of money and it'll be funny. I'm like, but I don't think you understand how awful it's going to be for you if your boyfriend is hosting this thing in front of all your friends and if I end up eating shit. Like that's actually, I'll at least get a funny story out of it. You're just going to be embarrassed by all your friends looking at me yeah. going, how's your shit ass boyfriend going? <laughs> But that'd then that would want to be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah but then guys, I don't know. So, have, have you guys noticed in the last kind of hour or so how often Tommy's used the words "my girlfriend"? Yeah, oh yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. I think if you went back, it'd be a good twenty times. What? What are you hiding, Tommy? Well, oh, what you mean? What are you trying to prove? Why am I not? Is, why am I bringing her up, or why am I not saying her just name? A constant or reference? My girlfriend. My girlfriend. My are girlfriend. You, are you so, paranoid? Because he loves it. You're trying to. <clears throat> You're not going to get any response from Carl in these stakes because okay, he yeah, is the gra- ah Chambo. <laughs> what are you hiding? Um, that's just a lot of bitterness coming from that side of the table. Just come out, man! It's Why have you not talked about your girlfriend? I don't have one. Yeah, well, well there you go. Well, not you- yet, but I haven't met yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> well, what about uh, if we're going to talk about girlfriends? Is your you, Carl, off to Thailand? Yeah, surely he's oh. in Thailand. How right long have you now, been with please. your partner for? Jeez. Here we go. Proposal, do proposal. I, do, I, do I have to cop this every week? <laughs> yes, proposal. you do. Do I? Surely. Yes. Are you going to propose in Thailand? Get on my I'll, knee. I'll put on the record, no. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Were Get you going to? Uh, but people started bringing it up and then you went, ah, no, I'm not. No, well, you I know, hope your girlfriend listens to this episode where you say that because it'll be right near the end of your holiday when this comes <laughs> online and she'll be thinking maybe he's saving it right till the end and then she listens two days before the end and there you go, definitively oh, okay. saying I'll no. give it a listen and listen very closely not- now. Um, this is a very special moment, yes, but he's doing can it. you yes. go and get me a towel? Oh. Because I'm on the beach and I want so, to dry myself. I yeah. so want you to propose on the show when you actually do it. Wow. There you go. That, that, there's why? a thing that will never happen. But why wouldn't you propose to her in Thailand? Don't you like her? No, I just never. <laughs> I, I mean, just... if you hate her and you want to break up with her, you should tell her. 
And also, what are you hanging out for? You're never going to get a better opportunity than that. And if I meet her, maybe I'll go out with her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, as you far are, as I'm concerned. you are a bigamist. You're up for... Chinsy's already planning to go out with my girlfriend. Like, he's where will it end? He's going to collect the set of dumb, dumb... <laughs> dumb, dumb girlfriend. It's time you got down on one knee and held up a litre of donkey seed. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to drink this. Oh. <laughs> probably get that pretty cheap in Thailand, I imagine. Yeah. It probably won't even be the real donkey seed. Yeah. Probably imitation though, over there. Are you, a are you a marry, semen. Are you marrying Thailand? Pirate though? semen. Pirate <laughs> semen. Yeah, sure. But I, you know what? I just, I just literally haven't thought about it. And, uh, and I haven't thought about Oh, wow. I hope she's not listening now. Yeah. How, long have you been, how long have you been together for? Oh, yucky. Um... <laughs> Uh, five and a half. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Wow. It's a while, man. Look, five and a half. Home. Why wouldn't you? I mean, surely you know now, though, that you want to. Be, I feel like I'm on stage. I'm talking to someone in the audience. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know this is coming from a guy who moved in with his girlfriend on the second date. I realise that, but it's stop deflecting. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying as best I can. I look. Yeah, sure, it'll happen one day. I just, you know what? It just literally doesn't go into my head, even though people <laughs> hound me about you it. You hate it coming up on the show, and I hate to say it, there's only one way to make that stop. Oh, You've just got to do it if you yeah. want this to end. But then, look, the, the podcast isn't as popular because then a lot of the female listeners won't see me <laughs> oh. as available. So yeah, that's yeah. Well it's sort of like done. the Beatles. Yeah. No, that's well you know, done. John Lennon used to, used to hide Cynthia <laughs> from the. <laughs> From the fans, Carl, would you feel better if I if I read out a few of your tweets? <laughs> <laughs> um, Please. Clearly, Carl uh, isn't going to do it. So when are you going to break up? No. When are you going to make that announcement? No. You don't want to get married. I don't like any up. of this. Because so you're like... you're just faffing around in some sort of vague middle ground. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, you're like yes. a Matthew McConaughey film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like the, the Hugh Grant of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's There's no commitment at all. No, no there is. I just, you know, I'll, I'll get around to it. It'll happen. I just uh, so you will. So you're not like because some couples just say, "Well, we, we're not the marrying type. We're just never going to." No, marry. no, 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 no. No. Well, Liam, so you can't talk yourself. You're about 100 years old. You haven't got married. <laughs> oh. You've been through strings. I, also, can I just <laughs> say, I like the nickname Leams. I like the nickname of a nickname. Yeah. That <laughs> vowel, that vowel was taken too long. Thousands and thousands of women. <laughs> I, I've, I've dated about 12,000 women. <laughs> uh, Wilt, Liam, 18 of them have agreed to sleep with me oh. at various times. <laughs> at uh, once. Yeah. At once. No, I yeah, you know, I, I may have had some commitment issues. I have had long-term girlfriends, but I've never really felt, until now, that is, never really felt as I want to spend the rest of my life with someone. Oh, why not? You should marry him. Are you? you should, no, but I do yeah, now. No, but I go do on. Now. Do it now. Are you proposing to her now on this podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But now, but I'm, I'm really happy now. This one could, this one could, if she plays her cards right. Yeah. Oh, this one could work out. That's sure. cool, man. We're talking to Carl about uh, and Liam's about you know proposal and marriage and the like. It's fantastic. And and Tommy, so let me get this straight. Your imaginary girlfriend, <laughs> yes, in Canada. Yep. <laughs> uh, you love her. Yes. <laughs> You're going to get fictionally engaged. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, she's in my head, so she can I can do whatever I want with her. Yeah. Sure. And so yeah. like when you go home and sleep with her, like, if, do, you, do you do you put a, a picture of a woman's face on your pillow? <laughs> or, or is it? Or is it? Um, Man, this like is sad. Coming from actually, Jay, though. You, know, <laughs> you know what it is? He's actually got a hologram of Princess Di <laughs> and pretends that's his girlfriend. Shambo's got a hologram of Tupac and pretends <laughs> it's his girlfriend. <laughs> 
No, you can't hold me up to the same standards of proposing. Well, how, how, no, no, how long has it all. been? Not at all. How long? It's been not even. It's been nearly two years. Mm. Same, same, same. Nearly Kelly and I. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Tommy's so, a slip of a thing. But yeah. I'm, I'm eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was born in the 1800s. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I am very much looking forward to, uh, because the very next time, I mean, there's no, you're going away for two weeks now, but listeners, thanks to the magic of the internet, there'll be no hold up with the episodes. We're going to hear how Thailand went uh, I'll be, next I'll, week. I'm sure I'll be putting up on Twitter and Facebook how I'll be going in I'll uh, spoiler Thailand alert. At this, at this, no, but just, just, oh, we'll just put visual up, things. Just put up some tweets about Thailand and then I can just read yeah. them out on yeah. the podcast the before you start talking. Destroy. That'll be great. She'll wait destroy. with bated breath for yeah. that little moment where it goes from Carly's in a relationship to Carly's <laughs> engaged. Yes. <laughs> or just Carly's now single. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get a Google alert for that, maybe. On my way of a random post from Thailand, Carl Chandler has made me one very happy lady boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that brings us to the end of the little oh, Dum Dum Club for God. another week. Uh, thank you very much, guys, for listening. Chambo and Limo, thank you very thank much you. for joining us. Uh, Chambo, you got stuff coming up you'd like to plug? No. Okay. Oh, you, got, you got women coming up that you like to plug. <laughs> What's your mama up to? Yeah. <laughs> He's done it again. Oh. Still got it. Uh, Limo, Gold FM in the mornings <laughs> yes, in Melbourne, uh, the project it. on Fridays. Fridays, yep. yes. Great. And uh, that's about it. Great. Before the game? Before before the game, Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing, if you want to see. <gasps> and I, playing football. I predict this will be the funniest I will be all year mm-hmm. is I'm playing in the EJ Whitten <gasps> game. Oh, great. What is that? What is that? Uh, it's on the 3rd of July, I think. Tuesday, the 3rd of July. Yeah, oh, sweet. That's yeah. Hey, make sure you tail up Hutchie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see. Well, Hutchie's about the only person I think I could potentially take on who's going to be on the ground. Great. Uh, I do not want to run into Wayne Carey. Or, uh, oh, who else? or anyone else for that matter. Who's the celebs? Who's the celebs? Uh, Strawny. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the All Stars team because I'm South Australian. Uh, Strawny is playing in the Victorian side. And I think that might be it. Right. Hmm. Maybe. All real players. And yeah. aside from that, yeah, yeah, all real players. And just you and Strawny? Just me and Strawny. Does that mean that they think of you as a character? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Limo. Yeah. yeah. Anthony Lehman doing his Limo character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to divert attention, I'm going to take. A, uh, a bottle of donkey semen out on yes. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, guys, we are going to be up in Sydney from uh, July the 5th. We're doing our live Dum Dum Club show. July 8th at the Sydney Comedy Store. Tickets on sale now. Comedystore.com.au. So when, when this comes out, you'd want to be getting on the ticket sales. Mm, now. be pretty be very cool. Close, a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 Uh, send us an email, littledumdumclub.gmail.com. Oh, uh, Cut show. me off. No, it's done. The live show, Andrew Denton. Yes. Larry Emder. Uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah, crossed. it's looking good. Yes. It's looking good. Yep. And uh, Scott Dooley is going to come down as well. Oh. Yeah. And Luke McGregor cool. is coming with us. Yeah, good. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates.